Hi, this is uh, Matt Shuckman, MuddyRiverSports.com editor. Hanging out today with John Wood, Community College Athletic Director, Brad Hoyt, as we talk about the upcoming school year and everything going on at the Wood. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm good, man. How are you? It's August. Are you kidding me? It's, like, it's flown by. It is flown by. At times, it, it seemed like the past year went really slow, and then yeah. at other times, it felt like it went really fast, but I'll... All I know is we've got fall practices going on on campus right now. And I was going to say we're into a, a COVID-free year, but not really the case. I would love to be able to say that, uh, but it's still looming out there. But your fall athletic teams are going to be starting practice in the fall like they're supposed to. Yeah, that's, a big, that's a big step, isn't it? It's a huge step just to try to figure out the new normalcy piece of it, right? Like, But, yeah, you're right. Like The COVID piece and – and we're tracking all that stuff, and, and I'm in meetings on a daily basis trying to trying to make sure that we keep our kids safe and we keep our coaches safe, um, and we approach it the right way within within the guardrails that, that we have that make the most sense. But the NJCA has made a commitment that we're going to continue with fall sports. Um, Good. We have volleyball, men's soccer, women's soccer. They all started practice on Monday of this week, the 2nd of August. So so we're, we're off and moving right now, no question. The, is there a different air? Because because things are, I don't want to say normal because they're not exactly normal because of the Delta variant and everything that's circling around COVID, but it is somewhat normal. Time frame, it's normal and that kind of stuff. Is there a different air about it this year? There's no doubt. And in, in, in our situation, you look to last spring, we had all seven sports going at the same time. Yep. So, so like our introductory volleyball practice and our first soccer practices were in the middle of three to four indoor sports all either going or starting and so even just the fact that it's 70 degrees out the last two days and and I was on a golf cart today kind of going from soccer field to soccer field and and in the gym with the so there's an absolute different vibe if that makes sense Um, again everyone's very aware of the world around them and we may need to pivot at some point and what those adjustments could look like but I know our student athletes are excited our coaches are extremely excited because it it does feel a little a little normal one challenge for you since the addition of men's and women's soccer has been figuring out where to play uh, and I know you've had games on campus you've had the agreement with Quincy High School where you've been able to use Flynn Stadium and that kind of stuff what's the future hold for facility wise for soccer, yeah, we, we've we've finally made some some strides in that area, and I'm excited about that. So, uh, this past late fall into the winter and really into the spring, we've we've completely redone space on our campus, um, completely tore it up and have it graded and have it drained properly, and it's going to be a natural grass field. Uh, we're not doing the turf route, so we're super excited about that. Actually, we're going to use this fall. Um, to make sure that the, the grass is ready to go. So we're going to plant and we're going to overwater, and so we're going to stay off of it this fall. Okay. Uh, we're going to still play on campus. So we kind of are, I would say, our temporary field is kind of, we call it the front yard um, of campus right. right out next to 48. You can't, you drive by, you see the soccer goals, and it's really kind of a neat venue that we'll use for this fall. Okay. But then we're hoping by the time the spring goes and next, and next fall we'll have – um, we'll have that field ready to go around the backside of the student activity center. But now they have a dedicated they yes. they will have a dedicated spot. No more bouncing around once it once it's complete. Yep. They'll have a dedicated spot that is theirs. No doubt. And that's been our commitment from been my commitment from the beginning right. is is getting them on campus and getting them on campus full time. And so we had to get some work done to that space. We tried to band-aid it and temporary yep. do it and 
And uh, there's there's stories there, and in in the book someday, Shuck, that'll be a chapter or two of trying Good. to navigate that the last few years. But um, but our again, our coaches, our student athletes deserve that. They've earned that. Uh, we're excited as a college that we can we can do it. It's just taken a little bit longer than what we had probably anticipated at one point. But in some ways, it's been a little quicker than what we anticipated. So we're it'll be a really cool venue uh, once we get to next spring. As you head into another year as athletic director. What has you encouraged about John Wood Community College Athletics? Yeah, I tell you, I, I feel like we're really healthy. I mean, we, we've gone through a three-year window that we've over, over 100, and it's like 110% increase in the number of kids that we're serving. So we, we've more than doubled um, our student-athletes that we have. The addition of eSports this past year has right. been a really unique um, addition to the program. It's good for me as an athletic director. It gets me a little bit outside my comfort zone, if I'm being honest, of sure. trying to learn that piece of it. But that's that's a booming and exciting place and space to be. Um, so I, I think we're our breadth um, and our depth of the people that we're serving is continuing to grow. I think we're moving in the right direction. Facilities, you mentioned the soccer facility, which is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And, and we've got some other things um, in, our, in our inside facilities that we're going to continue to – add benefit to the experience of the student athlete. So I, I, I can say with a lot of confidence we're, we're at a place and we probably haven't been at times in the last 15 years or so, but we're at a place that we can really dig into the student athlete experience and try to improve that um, the very best way we can. And our coaching staff is fantastic. Like I'm really, really comfortable and confident with the group of coaches we have leading these kids. If there's a concern right now, as you head into the year outside of COVID, what is is there a concern for what is transpiring at John Wood? Well, I I think you're always have whenever you get momentum, you always have a concern of keeping that momentum. And, and we say all the time at our level, and this isn't just wins and losses. This is just program culture. You can get really good, and you can get really bad really quick. Um, so because of the amount of turnover that we deal with at our level, and and whether it's coaches or staff or student athletes that there's a constantly moving target. So you can't relax and say, well, we've, we've got this figured out, so next year we'll have it figured out. It, we tell people all the time, we can tell you the path we're on, but that's no promise of what the path looking forward looks like because there's too many variables and there's so many changes. So I, I think what concerns me, obviously the, the, the soccer complex is, is a huge piece of our puzzle um, right. that I want to continue to move that in the right direction. Very, very confident that it is and it will. Um, but then from there, it's, it's continuing to grow our rosters, to impact more people from the community, to add a level of diversity to the community with folks outside of our area. And, and that's not something to relax on because it, it can change. I've been doing this a long time. It can right. change really, really quick. But I really like the path that we're on. The, you had success within your conference. Obviously, men's basketball has been to the national tournament, but other sports have been on that that edge of either getting to a national tournament or at least competing for a region championship. We saw baseball get to the region championship game this year. Awesome. Do though, how much do those things contribute to the momentum? I, I think they absolutely, it changes, you know, coach Hightower, our baseball coach and I, we had this conversation a few weeks ago to where it's amazing how a week or a weekend can absolutely adjust your perspective. It just changes the lens that you look through. And, and again, I have the, the privilege and sometimes the challenge of wearing two hats at the college. So I have my program that I can kind of 
Yeah, we did, I didn't say that at the beginning. You're also the head men's basketball coach. Yeah, so so from a basketball perspective, my lens has changed over the years as that program has grown and we've mm-hmm. been able to experience some things. And I'm super excited. You know, volleyball was in the region title match. Uh, yep. Men's soccer was in the region title match. Baseball, as you mentioned, was in the region title game. Like, those all get you on the doorstep. And you don't – everyone starts the year with wanting to go to the national tournament or wanting to win the league. Well, until you kind of f- see what that feels like, um, you don't really know what, what that is. And so those those three programs just experienced that in – I mean, it was like a two-week window for us in the middle of May. Like, it was one of those – because it was such a weird year anyway. So I, I'm, I think it adds to the momentum. I think it changes the lens. It changes the conversations you can have with kids and – and again, me, I'd say championship moments, like mm-hmm. not championship wins all the time, but championship moments help frame your experience. And I'm super excited of the experiences we had last year with four of us playing in that game, four of our seven traditional sports. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about, about moving forward. You mentioned esports earlier. I know that's something new, and people are still within the community, within our communities, are still grasping that. Have you sat down and, and actually played the games with these guys and, and figured those things out? It, it's a circus, man. Like, I have. I've sat down and gave it a shot, and <laughs> and uh, they're like, whoa, coach, what are you doing? Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. That's why I'm, I'm sitting right. here. And, and so, yeah, I've, I've tried to experience that. We've added to our eSports room, if you will. So we've added more gaming desktops and, and, and more sound booths and things of that nature. And, and again, it's it, – to be perfectly honest, outside of my comfort zone a little bit. So it's a new thing to learn. Well, it's it's different because for, for you and I who grew up in the same era, it's not Pac-Man. It's not <laughs> Donkey Kong. Absolutely. You know, it's not sp- in Space Invaders. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not Atari or in television or whatever. It's not. Yeah, the old Pong, you know, yeah. with the ball going back and forth. It, it, the, the complexity to these games and – one of the things that I, again, I'm just, I was new to it a year ago, but yeah. some of the games, Valorant is a good example. They're team games. There's there's five team members that all have roles and titles within it. And so as they're going through this first-person shooter sort of matrix and trying to play again, and I'm going to say something wrong here. Somebody's going to catch me on it. But, it, <laughs> but okay. it, it, it's, it's a team game with right. roles, and you have backups to this role and backups to that role. And so, like, it, it is a complex world that's constantly changing. The, the cool part for us at the NJCA level, we have a huge amount of games that are offered. So it's about plugging kids in and we got the sport games you can play FIFA and you could you know play games like that or you get into Valorant and Rocket League and and Smash Brothers and and some of these that that I get around and and they just make fun of me for a solid hour and <laughs> and we have a pretty good time with it so uh, Rocket League I scored my first goal a couple of weeks ago in Rocket League that's a big deal uh, a big deal for me but it, it's been cool to to be a part of it no question. I, I I definitely want to come out and experience it and, and and do some stuff with those guys and uh I will guarantee you this. I will make as much of a fool of myself as you have <laughs> yeah, of yourself. Absolutely. I, there's no doubt in my mind. Absolutely. It, it's, a, it's a good conversation, Pete. And I'll just jump in and be like, hey, what are you doing? Then they'll tell me, to be, hey, be quiet. We're in the middle of a game somewhere. So I don't, I, I'm still trying to figure out yeah. the ebb and the flow of it. But, it, it, again, I think it's an area that will continue to grow. Um, it, part of it is convincing parents that it's okay, right? Like, yeah. um, again, parents are my – my generation, so it's like sit behind a video game, and I agree. I uh, and, and or we had a dad about about six months ago. Like hey, it's really hard for me to say that my kid's a student athlete 
because he plays esports. And I'm like, he absolutely is. There's time requirements. He's representing the college. There's academic requirements. There's eligibility pieces. Like it really is. You just don't travel. Um, and and the trainer's not used quite as much. Yeah, so it's, like, it's like, not it, it. it's not athletic in the sense of being on a field no. or a court, but it has its niche in the college realm. It really does, and it's competitive. And it's I mean, it, it again, it's a cool space that that I'm still learning. We've had really good people involved in it. Um, we're adding to that um, people that's kind of surround the program. So it. It, it's a growing space, and it's one that's going that's not going away anytime soon. One of the questions I've had people ask me recently is they don't quite understand the divisions, yep. Division One, Division Two of ju- junior college. They have, oh, they're all junior colleges. Well, it's just like NCAA sports; you have different levels. Is John Wood comfortable at the Division Two level? Absolutely. Um, and, and to give just the the ten thousand foot view, Division One level can. It really dictates by scholarship um, mm-hmm. is really what it dictates by. So at the Division One level, you can pay for housing. Um, you can pay for food. You can put them on meal plans. You can impact those things financially from the college via scholarship. Division Two, we can we can handle tuition fees, books, like school-related sort of things. And then Division Three can't touch anything athletically scholarship-wise, similar to the NCAA model. Right. Um, the Division Two model is the absolute right space for us. It allows us to incentivize. It allows us to bring in quality people and student athletes by way of scholarship and at the same time without on campus or close on campus housing um, it doesn't make any sense for us to get into that space from a scholarship standpoint so so we're we're in the right space for us we're in the right space for our league and and I'm just excited to, to continue to grow in that throughout the department we talked about facilities obviously soccer being the the one facility now that's kind of coming yep um Recently added soccer, volleyball, and in recent years, esports. What's next? What's on the John Wood horizon? Is there going to be future growth potentially in terms of number of programs? Is there going to be growth in we're going to work on our facilities? Is is there something in mind right now? Well, I think there's, I think as, I think in our role from an AD perspective, like you're always kind of thinking that, right? Mm -hmm. Like kind of what is next? Like where is our next, what makes the most sense? And, and right now, um, I, I would say there's things on the horizon from a growth standpoint that I think will continue to, to raise to the top. Uh, again, for us as a college, we want to impact more people. And we want to impact and we want to listen to the community on what fits. And, yeah. and, we, and I get that. I mean, I, I get phone calls or emails every month on, hey, how about this or how about that? Or I've got a kid coming through that I really think can benefit from this program. Right. We, we, we take all of those um, under consideration, and it's a part of our kind of our strategic plan, if you will. Yeah. At the same time, though, we've really got to dig into some quality pieces of what we're doing. You know, we have an indoor facility, but it's one indoor facility for really seven programs. Mm-hmm. So when when the weather happens, there's one gym. That and again, you can imagine the spring of 21, COVID. <laughs> it's February. Soccer needs to practice. Baseball needs to practice. Softball needs to practice. We're in basketball seasons and we're in volleyball season. Yeah, you did the scheduling. It it, it it stretched us a little bit. So I can see that. I, I think continuing to be creative in our facilities, our indoor facilities in in particular, um, our outdoor facilities, like every outdoor facility, needs some TLC and continuing moving and. And we're, so I think there's a quality piece to it right now that I know from my seat I really want to focus on. Um, but to, to say that we're done growing and done trying to impact more more kids from our area and beyond, I, I, I think that would be a little short-sighted. 
obviously you have a very nice facility, the Student Activity Center. Um, spend a lot of time there, which is wonderful. Yeah. Do you ever foresee maybe if the funding would be there, if the fundraising would be there? to build a practice gym so that you have another indoor facility. Maybe not one that you play games in with all the bleachers and everything, but a, but a practice indoor facility. No doubt. If I if I were to put the thing on the top of my list mm-hmm. um, to, to solve at some point, um, that would absolutely be – we need more athletic space. We need more team space. We use that term a lot. Like – um, it's not a classroom space. It's more team athletic space. And we've had that discussion on campus. And we, we've been through some strategic planning, some facility planning, the kind of idea of what that looks like. Um, again, the, the funding is the thing, right? So, Always. so at, at the end of the day, like it, it's going to boil, boil back to that. Um, but when you're talking about student-athlete experience, you're talking about growth, um, again, we have the same facilities that we had yeah. four years ago, and we have twice as many student athletes right. that we serve. So we want to maintain the, the quality, and some of that becomes space. So, yeah, that's that would be at the top of, of my list just yeah. from a functionality perspective. But it's got to fit within the scope of everything. Well, else you mentioned team space. That can be locker rooms, meeting rooms, yeah. video rooms, you know, the things that are necessary – to run each program, and obviously you share some of those spaces, but you still require it. You do, and, and anymore, it could, just to function within the program. But it's like anything else, right? Like I've been around long enough to remember the CYO days and remember the Park <laughs> District Field days, and so yeah. like for me, like this is fantastic what we have. Well, you're out of that era now, and so as soon as you grow and, and build something else, then you, you spend about 18 months in it, then you're like, oh, man, I really need more space here. So mm-hmm. there's always another layer to get to. But, again, if you're focused on student-athlete experience, space from an academic standpoint, space from a training standpoint, space from a team meeting standpoint, um, th- th- those are things that we've we've got to continue to solve, and we do. I mean, we, we right. do all of those things on our campus. We've got ample room on the campus. Um, but when you're serving 150 student athletes, um, you, you, that, that would be towards the top of the list to try to grow that. It's here. Falls here. Soon, it won't be long until your soccer teams and your volleyball team are, are actually engaging in games. I mean, they're already practicing. How much fun is this right now for you? Just to know that things are kind of back to normal, but you get you get to be AD for a while before basketball kicks in, but you get to see what has transpired. I love it. And, and again, this morning I was I was out working on the soccer field, trying to get that set up and lined, and doing some things that way. Then I then I swing back towards the women's soccer practice, and and we've got unbelievable people like Matt Longo that are helping us in both programs. So I yep. sat and talked to him for a little bit. I watched Coach Kalman invest in his kids and some of his teaching this morning. And then I walked back through the gym, and as I did, Madeline. Coach Alford is is firing spikes at, at girls and and having them dig it and she's she's getting them ready to go. So, like you have to take those moments, I think, in our spots to be able to kind of pause, hit the pause mm-hmm. button, and be like, okay, this is why we do what we do. There's work attached to it. There's right. stress attached to it. There's some I mean, there's some pieces that we've got to get solved over the next couple of weeks. But um, when we first kick, you know, have that first soccer match um, at home on that front yard here in the next week or so, and we play our first volleyball match in a couple of weeks at home, um, it, it'll be very rewarding. It'll be a very big deep breath because coming out of last spring, um, yeah. th- this pace is what we want to we work with, no question. 
Thank you so much for the time. Appreciate you coming down and talking about John Wood Athletics with me and look forward to being out at the rock at the wood pile. I almost called it the rock pile. The rock pile, it depends, you know, from would, the, yeah, people throw that kind of stuff at me every once yeah. in a while. So that's not abnormal. But no, man, <laughs> I, I always like talking about what we're trying to do and and I appreciate this and this is super cool, Shuck. Like you you know me. Like I'll I'll come yeah. down here anytime and we'll be following you. So I appreciate what you do, bud. Awesome. Have a great day, bud. You too.